0: That's noo to sign up for your trial today.
1: Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the old Twitter there at bd e n t r e k. Hope you guys enjoyed a fun-filled day of action on the Diamond on Wednesday. We're here to recap your Wednesday's news, notes, and more. Getting you ready for Thursday, the 11th of May. which is a small slate. There's like seven games on the docket, nothing too crazy. 3 games early, a middle day game and then 3 games late. So nothing too much to uh, get you going, just enough to enjoy some baseball on Thursday, but not much else. All right, let's recap the news notes from your Wednesday. The Twins activated Kyle Farmer from the IL and sent Jose Miranda to the surprise of some to AAA. If you've been paying attention to Jose Miranda's season, shouldn't come as too much of a surprise. It's been a very very rough season for Miranda. Hitting 220 with three home runs in the season with zero stolen bases. Not striking out a ton, which is great. That's Miranda style. Lots of balls in play, but nothing much coming with it. Needs to get his head right, get things figured out in AAA. Makes tons of sense to send him down there. So Miranda the AAA. Kyle Farmer activated. I'm not saying Miranda's a drop in all formats, but he's getting pretty darn close to a drop in all formats because who knows when he's coming back. So, yes, I'm going to say it. he's a drop in all formats. Jose Miranda, bye-bye. New York Yankees activated Debbie Garcia from AAA. He is a uh, young pitcher that we saw have signs of uh, so a few starts from here and there in recent seasons. There were high expectations. Those have kind of dwindled in recent seasons. And um, he's getting a shot here to be some a long reliever as he picked up a three-inning save on Wednesday as the Yankees beat up on the Oakland Athletics. We'll see where that goes for Debbie Garcia going forward. He's obviously not the closer, but it's nice to see him get innings like that in these situations. On a flip note, Luis Severino ramping up his rehab in uh, AAA through 3 and a a third innings at triple a on Wednesday. He's going to make another rehab start on Tuesday. Depending on how that goes, the Yankees will reassess the situation and potentially activate him or say he needs one more rehab start. So if everything goes great, you see Luis Severino next weekend, if not probably early to mid of the following week. So Severino is very close to returning to action for you fantasy fans out there. Michael Brantley, he stopped hitting for the, uh, the Astros as his uh, ailments are just not healing. Age is a cruel, cruel mistress, my friends. So uh, keep an eye on that. Dusty Baker said it's unclear when he will return to participating in baseball activities and joining the Astros. So Michael Brantley still nowhere near joining the team. A big blow to you that love Jose Alvarado as a closer in baseball because he's been one of the best relievers, period, slash closers over the last few weeks. The Phillies placed Jose Alvarado on the I.L., on Wednesday with left elbow inflammation retroactive to Monday, May 8th. So he can come back as soon as do the quick math like the 23rd, give or take. So you got that going for you, but it's left elbow inflammation, 15-day only IL, not very common. So this is a, a big blow. I want to hear some more info before I just straight drop Jose Alvarado, but he's getting close to that. If uh, the, the the tea leaves read correctly, let's put it that way. Craig Kimbrell pitched back-to-back shutout outings now as he threw another shutout inning on Wednesday for the Philadelphia Phillies. He's probably the favorite to start as the closer. But don't sleep on Sir Anthony Dominguez, who closed a ton last season. He's been outstanding this year. Could be a committee, could be a give-and-take. Kimbrell has pitched well in his last few starts, but we know who Craig Kimbrell is. Lots of messiness there where Sir Anthony Dominguez uh, has a big, big set of upside. So basically what I'm saying is when you have Fab this weekend, Kimbrough's probably the guy you want to target, but if you want to get a cheap Ceranthi Dominguez for a dollar or two, not the worst thing you can do is he's going to get his fair share along the way. Atlanta Braves, not great news, folks. We kind of joked about it on not joked, but just talked about it on yesterday's show that you know they had Strider and they had um, Charlie Morton and they had Bryce Elder. Those are the three guys that were available on roster resource. They called up Danny Lee to make a spot uh, bullpen outing, an opener situation on Wednesday. We talked about Dylan Dodd and Jaron Schuster potentially coming up. News got even worse on Wednesday as expectations through testing and front office and just people in the brave system are saying Max Fried and Kyle Wright will be sidelined at least two months, at least. And we kind of thought that when we talked about Max Fried yesterday when they used to be shut down. I'll have to ramp back up in the spring training format, so on and so forth. So now they're pretty much saying you got the Freed with the uh, elbow slash forearm situation. You got Kyle Wright with the shoulder situation, both out at least two months. That takes you towards the all-star break if you're doing the quick math there. And then Kyle Wright even came out and said, I'm pretty sure I'll be out longer than Max Freed. Now, the tough part here is Max Freed has been very, very good when he's been on the mound this season. He's been very good in his career two months is a tough hold if you don't have il spots if you have il spots you put max free straight to the il there's zero questions asked but if you're playing an NFPC or other formats holding max freed right now is one of those predicaments that i'm going to try to hold for a bit as long as i can but you have to turn that roster up and eventually there might be a point where you drop drop max freed i'm not there yet i want to hold a little bit longer hopefully we get some good news maybe i can hang on and, and make make do for what's going on but the fact that he's out at least two months he's going to be shut down for probably a month then he's got to, to re regroup like it's spring training it's not ideal for max Freed, but if i can still get post all-star break max freed for the rest of the season that's outstanding so again if you got iel spots throw on there if you can hold hold as long as you can but i totally understand cir- circumstances will be different for everybody and he could be a potential drop which is a big 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 shame to see Miami Marlins called up their 20-year-old big-time pitching prospect from AA, Yuri Perez. Uh, he will start on Friday versus the Reds in Miami. That's a great spot to start. Uh, on the season in AA, Perez has a 2-3-2 ERA, 42 Ks and 31 innings pitched. One of the big-time prospects in all of baseball. Um, it's a matter of how long does he stick in the rotation. I think if they're calling it from AA, they want him to stick in the rotation. We shall wait and see. But uh, we've seen tons of prospects succeed this year. Recently, not some. A few have scuffled a ton, but uh, Yuri Prez is the elite, elite arm. Someone to definitely circle on the waiver wires this weekend. Uh, Tyler Glassnow of the Tampa Bay Rays made a rehab a start on Wednesday, but lasted one inning, eleven pitches, eight total strikes. Uh, not what you want to see from a rehab start. He has mild. He left with mild left side tightness. And that uh, it was precautionary, they said, but it's very good to be precautionary when he's been sidelined since February 27th with a left oblique strain. So not great for Tyler Glass now. Austin Slater left Wednesday's game for the Giants with a tight left hamstring. Keep an eye on that situation. Giants are getting beat up with injuries right now. They have some weird depth, not ideal depth, but weird depth. But Slater could miss some time here for the Gigantes. Jan Gomes was activated from the uh, concussion IL on Wednesday. He went deep off of Jordan Montgomery. That was big boy stuff. Gomes have an amazing season. Went healthy, went in the lineup. With, with Gomes' activation, though, big-time prospect Miguel Amaya was sent back to Triple A, so keep an eye on him as he's a big-time bat, Which who Amaya will probably see some more time later this season. Nor Syndergaard left his start on Monday with a cut on his finger and reports on uh, or right, let's start on Tuesday with a cut on his finger. On Wednesday, more reports came out that there's a good chance he'll need an IL stint. He has not been effective. He has not been overthrowing stuff. He's just been average at best. So it begs the question, do we see big-time prospect Bobby Miller this time around, which would be great to see, uh, or do we get another Gavin Stone start just because Sonny might be only be out for a starter, too? Keep an eye on the Dodgers situation. Jesus Sanchez has been raking for the Miami Marlins over the last two weeks. He had a home run and a double on Wednesday, but as he legged out that double in the ninth inning, he pulled uh, up lame with a hamstring injury, which made him leave the game. Uh, Keep an eye on Jesus Sanchez, who's been swinging it very, very well. Let's talk about some hitting highlights on your Wednesday. Andrew McCutcheon, three for three with a home run, a run score, two RBIs, and a walk. The old man is getting it done for the Pirates, hitting 255 with seven home runs, four stolen bases on the season, and a near 15% walk rate. Kutch was basically free in drafts. He's getting the job done, worth rostering in pretty much 12-team and deeper formats. Max Kepler keeps doing it. He's not hitting for a big average, but he keeps crushing baseballs. On Wednesday, went two for two with a double, a home run, two runs scored, and an RBI. Since he returned from the IL on April 15th, Max Kepler now has five home runs. That is pretty good for Mr. Kepler, who leads off most games for the Minnesota Twins. Harrison Bader has been nuclear. Since returning to the IL, talked about him in my DFS content that he's been a must-play because of his discounted price. He will one for three with a home run, a run scored, in three RBIs on Wednesday. Since returning from the IL, a.k.a. starting his season, Harrison Bader's hitting 429 with three home runs and a sub-7% strikeout rate. Bader's locked in. He is worth rostering everywhere right now. He'll start adding some speed at some point in time, too, so get yourself some Harrison Bader. For more details on the Daily's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batter Box on PitcherList.com. We're starting pitching highlights from Wednesday. Erod Eduardo Rodriguez continues to deal. Face the Guardians, who he faced a few starts back. Had eight shutout innings. Well, on Wednesday, Erod went seven shutout innings with four hits, two walks. It's a sub one whip for those keeping track at home, and eight strikeouts. It's fourteen whiffs, thirty three percent CSW on ninety nine pitches. Erod has been outstanding over his last five starts. He has pitched thirty five and two thirds innings allowing a total of one earned run over those five starts with 38 Ks. That has been electric for one Eduardo Rodriguez. Christian Javier got the job done against the Anaheim Angels. We talked about Framber doing it the night before. These uh, these Astros, when they're clicking, they have some of the best pitchers in baseball, and Javier went six innings, two earned, three hits, and one walk with 11 strikeouts. We saw Framber get all the strikeouts on um, Tuesday. Javier picked right back up with 11 more Ks. On Wednesday, he has twenty four whiffs, forty percent CSW, which is electric, on a Wednesday with ninety three pitches total so far in the season. Christian Javier's had a three four seven area with a three seven three xFIP, with fifty four strikeouts in forty six and two thirds innings pitched. Also mentioned it on yesterday's show and some other content that I did that Kevin Gossman earlier in the year he gave up eight runs, back to back seven inning outings with shutouts, basically fourteen no runs in like twenty four strikeouts. He was great. He bounced back beautifully. Well, his last time out, he got beat up in three and a third innings, eight runs versus the Red Sox. Kevin Gossman bounced back beautifully in Philadelphia where he threw six shutout innings with three hits, no walks, and nine strikeouts versus the Phillies. 15 lists, 34% CSW on 99 pitches. Great bounce back for Kevin Gossman. He is an ace. People will scuffle. Just keep playing Kevin Gossman. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch podcast with Nick Pollock and to read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all Things starting pitching. Relief pitching. We had some fun here. Pierce Johnson, AJ Puck, Will Smith, and Ryan Presley all picked up their sixth save of the season. Uh, you got Kelly Jansen. He returned from his back issue that he's been kind of going back and forth on, and he picked up his 400th save of the season going up against the Boston Red Sox. It's a good on Kenley. And then the phenom, Yiner Cano. Um, Felix Bautista, he's been getting a lot of work lately, got the night off. Yiner Cano picked up his third save of the season. Bautista's got, I want to say, like 11 saves or so. Yiner's got three now, and Yiner's been amazingly effective. I'm rostering Yiner in 12 team in deeper leagues just to have a better pitcher than possible streaming options. So I love this save from Yiner, but you know, the night before, two days before, he like an inning and two thirds, no runs, couple Ks. Like he is padding stats in a very good way, and he's very valuable in most formats, especially roto formats. 12th, even deeper, where you don't want to stream the likes of Brad Keller or Brady Singer or some other garbage pitcher. So, uh Yair Kano, very, very good. Make sure you guys re- read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on pitcherlist.com for more information surrounding all things relief pitching. All right, before we look ahead to Thursday's Action on the Diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
0: When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat.
1: And welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrigan, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Let's hear from our buddy Mark Paquette with a quick look at the weather for Thursday, May 11th. Thanks, Brian. Well, looking at today's slate, typically small as most Thursdays are. We have a pair of afternoon games in the Midwest. that you see some showers and thunderstorms around. And, and these are, like I said, afternoon games in Minnesota and Kansas City. Now, I think there's going to be enough space between the rain that they should be able to get these games in but they're at least something to watch and as always those are the only two games we have to worry about back to you as always thanks again mark for your wonderful knowledge on the weather around baseball again three games early three games late not the most ideal dfs slate. So if you're looking for a little bit of both on the early slate you can game stack White Sox Royals. White Sox versus Brady Singer, who's been a booty, and the Royals versus Clevenger, who's garbage as well. So a White Sox Royal stack definitely makes sense. On the night slate, the Giants versus the lefty Henry is a great spot to look at. It'd be nice if Austin Slater was around. That's not looking ideal, but the Giants versus Henry. Henry's just not great right now. He's getting hit around by everybody. Go for it and enjoy. it. Pitching on this Thursday set of action on the early slate, Love Bailey Ober versus San Diego. Pablo Lopez looked great versus the Padres. Bailey Oberkorn on seven shutout innings in his last outing. He's allowed a total of like two earned runs in his three starts. He's been very, very, very effective against the Padres on Thursday. For the nightcap, Nate Iovaldi versus the Oakland Athletics. The A's are swinging good bats. I'm not going to knock that. Iovaldi, big-time strikeout stuff. Like the upside there. So we need some Nate Iovaldi versus the Oakland Athletics. Some things I'm looking forward to on Thursday. Besides the bummer part, that's a small slate. That really does sting. But I kind of mentioned him already, Bailey Ober. I want to see what he does, and he takes on Yu Darvish. So it's a great combination. He got this young, this young gun, and Bailey Ober, who's been very effective, looking making his fourth start of the season and a handful of starts last year. So I'm not too worried about like any like craziness and like stress level or whatnot. But Bailey Ober versus Yu Darvish. Yu Darvish, you know, he's been great in the World Baseball Classic. Kind of a slow start to the season in 2023, and he looks ready to go. Ready to go at this one. And then uh, Drew Rasmussen, this is one that's been a, a tough one for me. I'm hoping he can figure it out versus the Yankees. Yankees are swinging red hot bats. The A's always help with that. But even before the A series, the Yankees are swinging it pretty, pretty well. You got Drew Rasmussen, who it's like a yin and yang thing from him. So I'm really curious to see, can he pitch really well versus a awesome Yankees lineup? Or are we going to continue to have those hiccups with Drew Rasmussen? That is a conundrum we'll have to figure out at a later t- time. Well, that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you all go to pitcherlist.com and go check out PL Plus and PL Pro to give you access to projections and uh, the PLV bot and stats and all the great stuff at pitcherlist.com, not to mention the Discord that they have to offer for you. So go check out pitcherlist.com go join PL Plus, PL Pro to see all the goodies that they have to offer. Well, That'll do it, folks. Enjoy your small Thursday slate of action. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow with a recap of Thursday and a preview to Friday to head you into the weekend. But for now, this was your first pitch podcast for Thursday, May 11th. Hope you all have a great day.